Welcome back to Terrace House Mafia. This is Noelle. This is Nick. And we're talking about episode 17 titled, This is Not a Place to Slack. Kind of a redundant <laughs> title, but... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess I, I would I would argue that the first 15 episodes of the season up until last week were making the case that this was a place to slack. Because in hindsight, <laughs> very little was happening. And now we've got like dates popping off like crazy. That's true. Now they're what? acting like it's not a place to slack, even though it is. Well, because they, they got some competition on both both sides of the, the gender spectrum there, right? Like, it's true. They've got some impressive go-getters who are starting dates at the drop of a hat. I, you know, actually, I have an <laughs> idea for this episode. <laughs> what? I wanted to just run through all the, all the characters in the house right now and just mm-hmm. take your temperature on them. Okay. So let's, uh, let's start just because to make it fun. Let's start with Ruka. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Ruka still gets so much screen time and I love it. I mean, I, I, I always catch myself during a Ruka scene thinking, God, I hope he never leaves. It's my That's my recurring yeah. intrusive thought when Ruka's appearing. He's making big strides. Um, yeah, sort of. He's also still a crazy person, but <laughs> like he's you're right. He's like making strides towards his goals. He's also sitting down in his interview, at his job interview at a bar and being like, I'm my goal is to be Spider Man, and the dude's like, Haha. oh wait, so, sorry, was that like, are you joking? And he's like, no, and he's like, oh okay, well like, do you do you mean it? You want to be Spider Man? And he's like, yeah. So <laughs> he's making strides, but he's also a crackhead. The store owner was so hesitant about him saying he was going to quit his job. He was like, are you sure you're going to quit your job? You shouldn't quit your job. I know. Imagine if there was no camera crew there. That would be their last conversation. <laughs> That's true. I honestly think so. Yeah, it would. It would be. But, you know, he's truly himself, and I love mm-hmm. him for that. He is. He's making progress. Okay. Yeah. We should, we'll should. make these brief, because we still will do the scene-by-scene stuff, I think, okay. if that's cool with you. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Kaori. Kaori. She's yeah. an interesting one, because mm-hmm. I feel like she chooses to show and not show certain aspects of her life. Mm-hmm. And it's been starting to, like, unravel recently, like, yeah. what she's actually been thinking. Um, yeah and what her private life is like i mean it's it's notable that she volunteered all this information about her relationship with her ex and their like kind of managerial slash romantic relationship uh to like to emika right away Mm -hmm. which is in stark contrast to the the fact that she kept it secret from everyone else in the house and the audience for the past 16 episodes you know i think she's trying to Mm. combat that perception of her that we have probably and also, I thought it was funny, like, of course, her ex would be, like, a manager for her because she's so obsessed with career. So, like, that aligns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's 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 right inside her, her wheelhouse, I guess. Yeah. I mean, nonetheless, she seems like a badass to me because, you know, taking charge of her career is yeah. a cool thing. And it seems like that, that part of her life, if that's the yardstick that she's going to measure her happiness by, she's probably pretty happy because... Her career is like on an upward trajectory, it seems like. Totally. Can't hate on that. Cannot. But in terms of drama, like, you know, a little bit of yeah. a lack, but it's okay. For sure. It doesn't make for the best TV. Um, <laughs> no. How about, how about Shohei? What's your feeling about him lately? Like this episode? This episode, I feel like we saw a different kind of Shohei that mm-hmm. changed my perspective of him a little bit. He seemed a little more cocky than usual. Mm-hmm. But he has also been speechless for like the past two episodes because of Emmy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you agree with the peanut gallery's assessment that he has a thing for Emika? Definitely. Yeah, I would. I, mean, I would concur. It's very obvious. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, he hadn't made any effort. It's either he's obsessed with Emmy or he realizes that if he doesn't get more screen time, he's getting kicked off or something. He's getting booted. Yeah. Do you do you agree with the peanut gallery's uh, reading on their that conversation we saw between them that Emika is has watched the show and has no interest in Shohei because she opened by saying that she's looking for people who are goal oriented and have a clear career focus? Uh, I don't know. It's hard to say. Like, she doesn't strike me as someone who would be trying to send messages in that way like maybe it was sincere and it just came out really badly but yeah i mean i will say watching that scene it that did not cross my mind at all it it was it seemed like a peanut gallery thing i think all for the peanut gallery specifically yama chen (laughs) he he strikes as one of those people who's really afraid of being tricked or (laughs) deceived and so he's always 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 thinks that there's some someone's playing a game or there's like a wider conspiracy at play so like she actually meant this or or i mean the the greatest example and and the jury still out on whether or not it was true was he was the first one and the strongest one to say that kenny was promoting his band right (laughs) yeah that i think the most bullshit though i think it was pretty good i think the most bullshit example though is that he somehow came away from ruka's english lesson this episode thinking that ruka was joking when he pronounced weekend wrong four times in a row like the... Ruka's not a jokester. It's not a bit. I know no. he sees the world through a comedy lens, but like Ruka was not like being cute and funny. He's just sincerely dumb. Yama's taking out his stress a little bit on the characters. <laughs> Perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps. It's a bit harsh. Okay, we got so uh we haven't talked about Haruka yet. What's your current vibe on Haruka? I mean Haruka's still being the same yeah. Haruka. Almost I... nothing new to report there. No. Breaking I mean... hearts and yeah, <laughs> being bold. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess the Isako thing happened a while ago, and that shock has worn off a little bit. So now I yeah. can like her a little again, but still scary, a little scary. <laughs> there was a scene that I didn't mention in the last episode where um, she, they were they were talking about uh, it was Shohei and Haruka joking on Ruka in front of Emika, like joking about him blushing. And mm-hmm. Haruka goes, we shouldn't make him blush. And I'm like, damn, she <laughs> learned that lesson the hard way. Like maybe shaming people and embarrassing them and calling them out in front of their crushes can have enormous repercussions in this house. <laughs> if anybody knows that, it's Haruka, right? Wow. I mean, yeah, I think she's learned a lot from being on the show as well. True. Yeah. So yeah. even though at first blush we might be like, yeah, she's still the same person. I she's she's growing in small ways. Here yeah. Yeah. It's just um, that Ruka's growing so much that you don't realize how other people are growing too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, he's made a lot of strides in the past, like two or three episodes. Yeah. Uh, what's your vibe on Pepe right now? I like him more and more. Like the more I watch him, actually. Mm. Um, curious to see him on a date though yeah i can i <laughs> i like him a lot too but there's a voice in the back of my head because he's so perfect he's so like the scene where he's teaching ruka how to make pasta and he's just being a perfect dad like mm-hmm. all the guys like him all the girls like him and it's just he's so unhateable that it kind of makes you hate him a little bit oh my god <laughs> like i'm just like i'm just like have a flaw for for fuck's sake i know i'm they excited to, to see him fuck up I know they need to nerf Pepe for real because <laughs> um, he did like I mean if, if we're going to talk about the episode in, in chronological order here before the title screen he he, he books two dates in 30 seconds did you catch that like wait he, what's the he, second date well so he the first one is that he uh, talks to Haruka 
Yeah. She she was like trying to really hard to lock down a date with him. Yeah. I guess that was her her pursuing him, right? She offered him like three opportunities kind of to yeah. go on a date. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, props to her. True. But Pepe uh, didn't and- seem very eager. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, and then I guess I guess Emika. What's your what's your vibe there? She's yet to be interesting to me. Agreed. Although she's cute, but I think we don't know anything about her. Still, no, she doesn't offer much information about herself. Yeah, well, the peanut gallery had a, a take on this. They said that she seems very like cool and and distant intentionally, and like she she has always been that way. Is the vibe they got? Oh yeah, they're saying she's like seductive because she just like lays low and like slowly gets you or something. Yeah, the the sous vide metaphor. Yeah, <laughs> those um, are good would, metaphors. They are good metaphors. I'd agree with them, and I I would also go one step further and go into predictions mode a little bit and say that I think that unlike everyone else this season, I, I see Emika like holding her cards really close to the chest and not revealing to the girls or the boys who she's interested in until like it's a it's a done deal basically. Yeah, I can see that too. I mean, she's already not shared much about her life, so why right. would she share that? Totally. And she's she's I mean, another thing we learned this episode is that she's been watching the show this season just like us, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. And for that reason, she's probably being a little bit she's seen people get burned by revealing their feelings too quickly this season. Ruka does it. Yeah. Um, Risiko did it. Like it, it I think she's probably just from a pure tactics perspective making the right call. That's true. That's true. But I mean, it it, it was weird to me when like Kaori opened up to Emmy about her ex and stuff, and like Emmy didn't have much to say. Totally, and she did not reciprocate at all. Yeah, like yeah. you can you can talk about stuff without giving your you know crush away. <laughs> yeah. It just felt like she was playing chess in a moment where Cody was being a person. And then, like, the peanut gallery was criticizing Luca for not having conversational skills with Emmy. But I'm like, I don't think Emmy has much conversational skill either. <laughs> Interesting. So, Interesting yeah. point. I mean, I that date was bad, right? It was like, bad. <laughs> let's be clear. It was, and it was especially, it really sucked because he, well, first of all, to give people some context, they go to the Miura Peninsula, right? I Google mapped it and it was I an hour too. 30 minute drive. Yeah, it's an hour and a half drive from Tokyo when we checked, but we're recording this at like 3 p.m. Japan standard time. So like there was no traffic. So mm-hmm. who knows? It could have been even longer depending on when they went. But um, an hour and a half drive with someone you don't know. I mean, if you think mm-hmm. about it from, from her perspective, she's agreed kind of mystifyingly to stay in a car for three hours with a guy who wrote her name a hundred times in a notebook right after he <laughs> met her, which is like almost the bravest thing anyone's ever done on Terrace house. Honestly, I have anxiety just thinking about having to go on that long of a drive with him. I know. I know. And conversely, <laughs> like Ruka, if, if we're to be, if we're, if we're going to take him writing her name over and over at face value with hearts around it, which I think we should, th- this date was his dream date. The girl he's most interested in asked him basically on a date and then they went on a like long drive together, went to a nice restaurant together and drove back and he said nothing. He was probably just too shy. <laughs> I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's he's useless. I mean, you, I mean, here's the thing that I 
that is bugging me the most about Ruka <laughs> right now. <laughs> I, it's, I, I don't mind that he's shy and I don't mind that he's like weird. and I don't mind that he's immature. I think what bugs me the most for some reason is that he is so fundamentally imperceptive. Like the, the conversation <laughs> he has with Shohei after the date, when Shohei asked him how it went, like you and I and the audience in the peanut gallery all know that that date went badly, right? Yeah. And Ruka's analysis of it is uh, the drive was long, but I had fun and the food was great. And I'm just like, you were, a, you have like this robot machine learning, machine vision perception of the world around you. He's not reading into anything or anyone like 1% as much as he should be. It's like he he doesn't have one of his senses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, he may not. Like he may we, not. <laughs> we're he not may sure. Not. <laughs> he, it's, he seems incapable of perceiving how other people think or feel, which is almost like makes him an interesting cast member. Yeah, but makes him a horrible like date. <laughs> you know. I wonder if like because he's good looking, he can like get with girls without making I was just any about effort, to say. and so that's like, what he's used to. He's like a sexier Yosuke in that way, where like he he has no he's bombing on these dates, but he seems to be getting a lot of them because he's cute and that gets people in the door. And mm-hmm. then they get there and it's just an empty room. They knock on the door <laughs> and it's a, nothing is in the behind the door. <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> that is sad. Um, we should talk about the Pokemon stuff. Oh yeah, because uh, Angie was saying like they were trying to figure out how to translate the Japanese Pokemon. Yeah, games, right? yeah. I don't think that made it into our episode, but but Angie said that there was an upcoming episode with a Pokemon mention in it that she struggled to tra- translate. And I totally get what it was now because Cl- Clefairy's name, let me Google it to make sure I get it right. <laughs> Very Japanese name. Clefairy's name is Pipi, uh, P-I-P-P-I. Oh. <laughs> and so the joke she was making with Haruka, the joke that, that Pepe's making is you didn't get a Pipi for Pepe. Like you didn't yeah. get a Clefairy for, for the Clefairy guy. And also, I mean, it's there funny. was, yeah, it's, it's cute. Yeah. I, this whole scene felt like I'll be honest like it was custom designed to make me happy like <laughs> it's ton of really specific references to specific Pokemon and also there's a Tofu Beats song playing in the background at least really? in the Japanese version yeah they synced a, a Tofu Beats track it was it was wow. like keep on I think it's keep on loving you is what it's called that's awesome I know it was amazing and I'm sure it'll be gone when this comes out on on Netflix America on December 24th yeah there's but, no way <laughs> yeah um it it that was just such a good vibe. I, I, I'm sad that they couldn't show the screen. I understand why they couldn't. Mm-hmm. Anyways, cute, cute Pokemon stuff going on. That was almost <laughs> like a that was almost like a mini date inside the house. It felt like really, yeah, I, yeah, they, because they were sitting so close to each other, sitting so close together, talking about this like European style cafe they want to go to. They were really nearby each other. Like they just it was so giggly and mm-hmm. it was I, cute. I just, it was cute. It made me think that like. That that's at least half a date. There, the next date is going to be their one point fifth date. That's true. I, that's the funny thing about being in this house is that a lot of times it is like half a date already. Yeah. Oh, totally. That that's probably the weirdest thing about it is you can't really cleanly measure how how many dates someone's been on as an indication of their closeness because they fucking live together, which is nuts. Like when Emmy asked Shohei for a drink, like he's already thinking of that as his first date. <laughs> yeah, we're all thinking of that. Like that, yeah. I love that the peanut gallery is still stuck on that moment, but it was preposterously cute. How do you even stay sane, like living with someone that you have a crush on, like in that setting? Like, 
that would drive me crazy i think that's a great point it's something we haven't really talked about but like most people don't live with their crushes and that's a fundamental thing about terrace house <laughs> that's gotta be where like at least 30 percent of the drama comes from like that's gotta be crazy making i would be like anxious 24 7 <laughs> right yeah it's constantly like in hiding yeah um, that's something that that um that uh emika and shohei talked about is like how people behave differently in front of their crushes and so like take that and then apply it to instead of seeing them you know at, at like at, at school or at work or out in the world like you're seeing them every waking hour and every minute of every day they could come walking around a corner like that's <laughs> anxiety Christ. ridden i think yeah it might be hard to be yourself actually i get it yeah weird um and anything else jump out at you about this episode? There's the there's Ruka, Ruka makes good pasta for the first time with a heavy handicap from Pepe. I'm gonna do like the garlic crushing and the the chili pepper when I make pasta Dude, next. <laughs> yeah, he's done that twice now, and it makes me so hungry every time. He's just Unsold. taking like store bought like ragu <laughs> sauce and just putting a little bit of pepper flakes and hand crushed garlic in it. But it if it's good enough for Pepe, it's good enough for me. It's, <laughs> it's his love that makes the pasta good. He's so it's, serious about it. I mean, he did say, he's like, yo, that pasta is going to come out better than mine because look how close attention Ruka is paying to it. I'm like, well, you don't know that Ruka is <laughs> essentially 10% of the functionality of an adult man. But <laughs> but it's I appreciate the thought. Ruka was just eating a popsicle and like thinking about <laughs> I know. I think, I, I think Pepe couldn't see that Ruka was eating a popsicle from where he was sitting, but we could. <laughs> when Ruka, this is a funny translation thing. I might have to rewatch it. But when he was interviewing... He verbally in Japanese said something that was like along the lines of like, um, and yeah, or something. Mm. And they translated that into, I'm really into the Marvel universe. Hmm. And I was like, wow. That's... I wonder where the, the timing of that. I know. I need to rewatch it. But I was like, they're doing him. They're making him sound like he's, he's a better generous. interviewer than he is. Because <laughs> maybe, he... maybe Angie is a Ruka stand. <laughs> maybe. You should ask her. Um, I know. <laughs> man, I just... This Marvel shit is getting <laughs> kind of old. Like, is there is there a more... And I like those movies, dude. I see, like, most of them in the theater. Is there a more basic bitch thing to base your whole life around? <laughs> I, it's such a crazy ass... Your whole life, dude, is Marvel. Like, I love Spider-Man. And now me too. all I can think of is Duco when I, like, think about it. <laughs> I, like, I like the new Spider-Man movies. I like the old Spider-Man movies. I just... <laughs> The it feels like a baby bird imprinting on the first thing it sees and thinking it's its mother. Like Ruka <laughs> deciding that Spider Man is his whole life is like he liked a movie for the first time and was like, "Oh, that's that's the whole that's the whole world now." And it's really not Ruka. It's really not the whole world. I love his mom sending him like the pasta sauces too. Like <laughs> I I'm like too. that's your effort. Like that's the parenting effort that you're gonna make. <laughs> well, think about what life is like for her right now. Her and all her friends have to watch this show because she sent that because she saw the fucking broccoli pasta episode. They said so. Like imagine like sitting on the couch with your other like housewife friends watching your dipshit son embarrass himself on like national television. Oh on my Netflix. god, you're right. Like, that's I'm I'm surprised she's talking to him honestly. I mean, but like knowing how he is like, I can almost imagine her being like, "Oh, my baby, like he's doing so oh, good." For sure. Like, I think she I think she's still nursing him. Probably. <laughs> probably. That's hilarious. They should probably. just make one episode on like him and his family interacting cuz I need to see that. Yeah. 
I, I would still feel that way. Like if they do a spinoff where he goes to Okinawa with his family again, I, that's a whole I'll watch that show, too. Fuck it. Oh, he's from Okinawa. I think they mentioned at least they went on vacation there at one point, but I don't know if he's oh. from there from there. I just know he hung out with his family there once. That's um, funny. Did you notice that when Emika and Shohei are talking in the kitchen, she asks him if he has any dates lined up and he just deflects. He like does not answer, even though he does have a date lined up with with Cowdy. Oh, because they're going to go get a drink together, huh? Well, here, I mean, here's the thing. We, we learn in the final minute of this episode that maybe he doesn't see that as a date, right? I for, Yeah, okay, wait. I forgot to mention that, but I was kind of disappointed. It seems like he's definitely a no on Cody. Yeah, which which you and I both came out of that last episode thinking that there was something there. And I and I, I kind of suspect that Cody does, too. And I also wonder why Haruka was asking, like, if she was put up to it by Cody. I know. I was thinking that, too. I was like, I feel like Cody made her ask mm-hmm. mm. it's not like haruka to be like hey can we talk it's been a while let's go on the roof what do you think of this girl like <laughs> <laughs> it felt conspicuous to me i'm glad i'm glad Definitely. you felt the same way I, shohei probably just has a fat crush on emmy and totally doesn't care anymore totally and and maybe when when he had that scene um in the like the playroom with Cody, he was open to it and as he's spent more time around emmy emmy he's decided like oh actually fuck that i was settling i don't want that i want this thing over here totally plausible yeah 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 i'm, I'm excited <laughs> to watch the next episode <laughs> what did you think of on speaking of uh, emmy and shohei's date what did you think of when emika asked him about haruka and he's like i'm not fond of her appearance <laughs> oh my god and then her facial expression afterwards was like she just got slapped in the face or something totally she was shocked which is useful for me to to let me know as an outsider whether or not that's a crazy thing to say it seems like the answer is yeah like that's a pretty insensitive thing to say it didn't seem I guess he could have worded it a lot better. Mm. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's a crazy thing to say on television. I yeah, think. knowing that she'll see this in like two months. Yeah, that's actually know? really fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I say she'll see this in two months, but in reality, if this episode's out, she's probably seen it already because they're oh, right. two months ahead of us. They're that's still true. like talking about how it's the hottest days of summer and they're playing Pokemon Let's Go <laughs> Pikachu. Meanwhile, it's like it's, it's almost Christmas. Yeah, I mean, well, you can think that someone is attractive, but not be attracted to them. Yeah. He probably should have said something along those lines. There's there's a more diplomatic way to say it, especially if he's like, it was too frank. And you could tell Emika was, even though she was like kind of chill about it and was like, hey, you know, I guess you can't control like what your type is. Right. Um, You could tell she was put off by it for sure. Oh, totally. And then before that, he was like, oh, I come off better in person, right? And then she paused for like two seconds before answering. She was like, she must be like, the people in this house are fucking nuts. Like, <laughs> people keep asking her really hard questions that she's not prepared to answer. That's true. Uh, so Did you funny. notice I uh, in the that last scene bef- where Shohei is like sitting on the couch and Haruka is like, hey, can we go talk? He's holding a script. Oh, no. Wow, you're He's, very yeah. perceptive. We're getting a ball sack incident part two is what I'm hoping for. Oh, my gosh. I'm We're getting the sequel. More data. We need more data to solve the mystery of Shohei's nutsack. <laughs> I hope it's an orgy scene this time when they show it. <laughs> They're going to get, like, kicked off Netflix. They're going to get demonetized. I like his, like, mint beanie. I want oh, I did. beanie. See, I didn't notice that. I was too busy thinking about his, his nutsack. 
I was too focused on the his uh, the uh, the possible the possibility of seeing his balls. The crazy um, thing is that this. Oh yeah, he does have a script. I just saw the scene, but the crazy thing is that this house was like used for shooting porn. Yeah, have we talked about that yet? I don't think we talked about it on this show yet. No. Yeah, I think I just texted you about it, but yeah. I saw a thing. Basically, if you Google like terrace house Tokyo porn or something. You'll find that this exact house, before it was used as a terrace house house, has been used as a as a JAV pornography set, like, frequently. I wonder if they know that. They have to, right? The, the, you mean the cast or the... Yeah, the cast. <laughs> I want to see them talk about it. Maybe maybe the producers won't let them because they're embarrassed that they did, that, <laughs> that snuck up on them. Because I don't think they knew. Yeah, that's a pretty embarrassing thing to unfold, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Oof. Um, is there anything, is there anything else? Oh, oh, one thing that I didn't understand. This is an interesting cultural thing that I had to Google, but it's not about Japan. It's about Italy. Um, mm. Pepe has that meeting with his, his editor and. Was this the uh, Napolitan? Editor... Yeah. Do you know what that is? I Googled it too. And then I remembered that it was a thing. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I did not know what it was. So in Japan, they like to make pasta with ketchup. Yeah. It's so fucking perverse and i guess like to italians yeah it's fucked up to just call that like an actual dish but people love it in japan that's like 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 how you would make spaghetti in prison that's not my mom makes this spaghetti with ketchup and like i forget what else she puts in it but it's so good like with tabasco it's so good maybe maybe the perception of it is fucking with me it's it's probably one of those things where if you fed it to me and didn't tell me that's what it was i would have a great time eating it oh i had no idea that it was made with ketchup up until like a few years ago and she'd made it, it for my whole life one time uh i went to like a, a thanksgiving thing with some some friends in california and at the end of the thanksgiving the host revealed that the turkey had been bought at kfc <laughs> and i was like well you fucking got me actually wait no better example i remember in like middle school our science teacher gave us apple pie and uh-huh. then revealed to us do you know about this i the- think you told me this story Oh, I have. So the it turns out that the the apples and the apple pie were actually Ritz crackers. <laughs> How does that happen? It's a real thing, and I, I actually there's a there's a um is it Emmy made in Japan? Is that her name? Texture a, wise, it's so different though. Ritz crackers and apples, but not once you cook them, because they're wow. they're sitting they're sitting in a cooked apples are basically they have no they have a lot of give. They're not crunchy anymore. Right. I, it's I don't know I, I it fooled me though there's a there's a YouTuber the thing that made me this made this front of mind lately is there's a really popular YouTuber named Emmy Made in Japan I think we might have watched some of her stuff together mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> the, um, cr- the pie the custard what is the pie I don't know I know she did one about the the punishment brick that they feed you in prison oh my god she's, she's got an insane amount of content she's got like like hundreds and hundreds of videos but desperation I, pie yeah <laughs> hot water gonna... desperation pie <laughs> yeah we watched we, you're right we watched her water pie a pie that is water flavored a hot water pie um but she also has a video called great depression era mock apple pie Appleless ritz cracker pie i didn't realize it was a depression food until i until i saw this title and thumbnail but that's it's, hilarious it's, that your teacher made it for you i know I don't know what I don't know if it was a lesson about the human mind or perception or because I don't remember her m- mentioning the Great Depression. <laughs> I remember like in elementary school, they would 
do the thing where you like blindfold yourself or no you hold your nose and you can't tell if it's like an onion or like an apple or something Ooh! when you eat it Some, anyways something <laughs> the point is that reality is subjective and ketchup pasta is probably probably honestly fine yeah i mean the one my mom makes is good i i just think that i personally have a extremely low resolution palette and i can't tell <laughs> what i'm eating ever yeah so I'd be happy to be tricked by it. I well, let's make that happen someday. I'm we're going not to... Italian, so no, exactly. <laughs> um, well, damn, I guess that's it. Yeah, um, I'm gonna watch the next one. Yeah, me too. Right now, <laughs> this season has been so fun, and it's great for our listeners because we're stockpiling episodes at probably the most rapid clip we ever have. I know. Um, awesome. Well, I guess that's Wait, it. Wait, what us. were you gonna uh, say about the VPN? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um. You were so you 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 had the experience, and I've had this too. Where sometimes, ever since uh, this is so inside baseball, but <laughs> NordVPN has had to circumvent somehow Netflix's proxy detection thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they're doing it. I almost wonder if that they're like whitelisting sites like Netflix that use this type of protection and then double VPNing them, like sending it sending the connections. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Wow. But I just know that <laughs> sometimes. Lost. Sometimes it looks great, and then sometimes you'll end up on a server with like a sort of janky connection where it'll be like you can like 360p or not like not looking yeah. actually HD. Mm-hmm. Um, I just realized in using NordVPN tonight that um, if you scroll down to the list of countries on on NordVPN and click the little dots next to Japan, mm-hmm. and it says server fastest, you can click that drop down and pick a server so if there's a server that you've watched netflix on and had a really good experience there's a heart icon you can click next to it to Whoa. save that server in the future i'm so looking like, at uh, it right now yeah so if you ever have like a uh, if you ever watch an episode of terrace house and it goes perfectly with like no low resness and it just it goes off like a hitch which I, it often does for me mm-hmm. i would just say like make a mental note of what number that server was whether it was 191 or 226 or whatever and then go click the heart next to it because once you do that it adds that server to the top of your server list in a category called my favorites so Mm. that's been very useful to me um yeah good hack good hack um if you want to sign up for nordvpn and watch terrace house in uh japan early in japan is that a good way of putting it how many episodes are out let's check we're kind of we're kind of doxing ourselves. Oh yeah, they're already on part three in Japan, right? So they're on episode twenty six. If you're if if you're listening to this after uh, December twenty fourth, and you're watching part two on American Netflix, just know that in in Japan they're already on. At the time you're hearing it, probably episode twenty eight, mm-hmm. and you could be watching it right now if you went to nordvpn.org slash terrace. There's so much binge <laughs> potential here. There is an insane amount of binge potential, and I'm happy that we're finally taking advantage of it. And from this thumbnail, it looks like there's a girl with long pink Don't say hair. it. Nope. No, no, no. I'm bleeping that. No spoilers. I'm sure at least a percent of our audience is as psychotic about spoilers as I am. So, Oh, wow. You're right. Yeah. I won't let them hear you say that. I'm but so excited. Yeah, me too. Thank you again for another wonderful episode, Noel. And I'll talk to you in 30 minutes. All right. We'll see you soon. All right. Bye. Bye.